0: Thank you. Welcome, 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 welcome. Hi guys, welcome to Teenage Drip the podcast. Welcome. (laughs) We are a podcast that rates and reviews teen movies, and sometimes we relate them to our own teenage lives. And my name is Maddie. My name is Carly. And we are friends
1: (laughs) (laughs) and roommates. We are friends, we are roommates. We are lovers. Well, we are lovers, but not in a physical way. (laughs) <laughs> unless we have too much to drink am i right <laughs> oh, oh
0: jesus you'd just think this kidding. was another episode that we were high or something but no, it's not
1: we're not i'm against being high oh are you <laughs>
0: okay it's, it's
1: against a- my morals and
0: ethics oh the last episode would say differently <laughs> well, Not the last two episodes ago I know.
1: i'm just kidding it's not against anything i think you know i think it's a fun thing to do every now and then, but I certainly could not be one of those people that does it all the time.
0: Oh, my God. I mean,
1: I really get affected, don't I?
0: Yeah. I used to... There was a part, of my a point in my life when I lived by myself, when I worked in film, that I would smoke... Like, not... Not... Well, no. A lot. Yeah. Every yeah. day, probably. At night. Because I did it to go to sleep.
1: Yeah, I could understand that. I... It goes like this. It goes like an hour of fun. Yeah. And then the last hour, I... F- feel like a bit of an anxiety attack coming on.
0: But then how do you sleep that night? Because I am mm. it, when I go to bed so for me not all the time but often what will happen is uh, when it begins I will it would be hilarious everything is hilarious as as you said I will definitely have a little anxiety attack mm-hmm. and then I am knocked out mm. like I'm uh, in a coma.
1: Right. I know I don't have that at all actually. Oh, it's great. I stay up uh for about till about three or four in the morning (laughs) usually just staring at my ipad whatever show i'm watching i'm just staring i'm not even following the plot i'm just staring at my ipad
0: anyway anyway this is a weird start sorry that went yeah (laughs) this is not an episode to do with being high it just that's how it started so this week we are doing a classic for us but before we get into that what do we got to talk about
1: okay let's preface here okay well halloween happened halloween happened uh it was you know what it was a good Halloween we only got like 15
0: kids barely yeah we we, we didn't get many people at all
1: I don't know how we ran out of candy well like Mike <laughs> was giving out like six pieces each
0: yeah I know <laughs> how we ran out it's because I ate it all and there's that I felt very sick
1: it was raining I felt bad for the kids um but we had a good time we watched Rocky Horror Picture Show which I had never seen before mm.
0: And it was enjoyable. It was really good. And then this weekend was a very big day. So it is now the countdown to my wedding. We're now in the month of my wedding. Yes. And this weekend was my bridal shower. And we won't get too much into it. But I want to just say a very special thank you to everyone who was there and part of it. Because it was. I knew it was happening, but I didn't know anything about it. And it was Harry Potter slash England themed. Mostly Harry Potter. No, I, Harry Potter. But I only say that because there was cucumber sandwiches. Oh, I see. and it was tea and crumpets gotcha. and scones and it was amazing. And like there my mother in law handmade thirty wands yeah. for everybody. Carly was wearing a Gryffindor shirt. Uh, everyone had a little golden snitch. Oh, my God. It Every was, It was so fun. It was, was so amazing
1: fun. the detail that your friend Kat put into
0: it. It was honestly awesome. Yeah, it was absolutely incredible.
1: And I just want to say, um, so I made a point of being obnoxious to Maddie's friends from childhood saying <laughs> that I was going to win the quiz of who knows Maddie best. Right. So I was like, honestly, guys, I know you've known her her whole life, but I'm going to win. And they were like, well, we've known her a long time. And I'm like, well, we'll see. I won. <laughs> <laughs> she
0: did. She You
1: won. I won by one point, yeah, but w- still.
0: Yeah, you did win. It was very funny. I mean, we do live together and it's been a year of us living together. But yes. that being said, I've also lived with other people. And
1: But you know what? Truthfully, I think the reason why I won is because of this podcast.
0: Sure. Because. Yeah.
1: This podcast is essentially us getting to know each other in a weird way. Yeah. Even though we're already friends, it's like I learn about you every episode.
0: Oh, 100%. Well, one of the reasons, and I'm speaking for myself here, that we started this podcast was because when we were living together in the early days before, I mean, we had, I think you had said something a long time ago, like we should do something like that. But the reason that it kind of um, got pushed forward was because... We lived together and we would sit downstairs and talk about the most mundane. We could talk about wallpaper for an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. And then the next day we would talk about wallpaper again entirely differently for another hour and a half. It's true. And this is much like this podcast. It's like we're talking about wallpaper. That's how boring it is. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, my point is, is that we could just find things to talk about and make make each other laugh. Yeah. And it's very romantic. It's very romantic. All right. Um. So I want to make a point. So let's get let's get into the movie. The movie we are watching today is called. What is it called, Carly? Okay. Well, <laughs> this is what I want. I want to point this out. I know. This is this is a controversial subject for mm-hmm. the for the two of us here.
1: So I put at the top of my page. Apologize about the. Mm-hmm. So last episode I made fun of Maddie like an ignorant slut. <laughs> And said, it's called Princess Diaries, not The Princess Diaries. Like, Do you even... I thought it was your
0: favorite movie. You don't even know what it's called.
1: Yeah, I know. I was pretty obnoxiously rude. <laughs> and it is called The Princess Diaries. I looked it up after the episode came out, and I was like, oh, shit. I look like a dick.
0: <laughs> and I watched. And I felt very good. I felt very good about myself.
1: You didn't even double-check. I had to tell you that, y- that I that I was wrong. Well,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I trusted you. That's what I have to say. I, I trust know, you. I know. And then you came. You're <laughs> honest. I'm trustworthy. No, that's wrong. I'm trusting, and you're honest.
1: Well, I'm being honest right now. I apologize Thank you. for um, demeaning you <laughs> in a moment of
0: um, excitement. And vulnerability. And vulnerability. I appreciate your... Um, your apology. I accept it. Okay. We can be friends. Alright. Uh, so, anyway, we're watching The Princess Diaries. <laughs> so, I will do the facts. So, it's called The Princess Diaries. Great. It is rated G, and it came out... I know I'm not doing it in the right order that Carly does, no, but that's, that's too bad. No, that's fine. The release day is August 3rd, 2001.
1: Great. I was just a tiny little 11-year-old girl.
0: hmm Living Same. in a lonely world. <laughs> it's It's directed by Gary Marshall. The writers are Meg Cabot. Cabot? She wrote the novel. And Gina Wendkos did the screenplay. Fantastic job, ladies. Freaking amazing job. It stars Julie Andrews, Anne Hathaway, Hector Elizondo, Heather Matazaro, Mandy Moore, Caroline Goodall, Robert Schwartzman, Eric Von Detten. I could keep going. There's a lot of people in this there movie. Is. I was going to say, like, when is this main cast stopping? But I think that's probably it. That's good enough. That's a lot of people. I'm sorry. I named Sandra O is in this. Sandra O oh is in it. Although I noticed in the credits, she's like the second last person named because it's a very small role compared to really too.
1: Sandra O oh for crying out oh,
0: loud. Oh, hey, man. And this is the logline: Mia Thermopolis has just found out that she is the heir apparent to the throne of Genovia. With her friends Lily and Michael Moskowitz in tow, she tries to navigate through the rest of her sixteenth year.
1: I hate that logline. It's, it's a terrible logline. Log they mention Lily and Michael, but they don't mention her grandma.
0: Right. That's or like terrible logline. Yeah, it's it's a little weird. Her
1: grandma should be mentioned in the logline. She's like the main part of it.
0: Uh, she's Julie Andrews for Christ's sake. So, have you seen this movie before?
1: Yes, I saw it, not in theaters, but I saw it soon after it was released on DVD. I stripped that little Velcro piece off the wall at Video 99. I rented that bad boy. And man, oh man, I gotta say, I probably watched it 400 times. I love this movie. It is
0: so good. I have the soundtrack. I also have the DVD.
1: You never know. It's not like you knew every word
0: to every song. I, And the thing is about this movie, and I'm going to say this up front, I, I genuinely have seen this minimum 20 times minimum probably same and i'm speaking for you then in this in the case as well the lines are still funny yeah it's it's well like the lines still
1: make me laugh it's not only that it's just like a great idea for a movie it's so well written so funny i love movies that are that are wholesome and charming but like adults can watch because they have these little these little uh jokes here and there oh. that are That are uh, more for the parents than the kids. It's like a Pixar movie,
0: basically. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just so good. And it made me laugh so much when we were watching it this time around.
1: Okay. The first thing we have to talk about is her bedroom. First of all, the whole house that Mia and her mother live in. Mia, played by Anne Hathaway. Yeah. They live in a fire hall.
0: A refurbished fire hall. It's so cool. It's literally... So she lives in the tower. Yes. And it's like literally
1: you either can go up to her bedroom through twirly stairs. Okay. Well, you can only go up through the twirly stairs, but to go down, you have the option to go back down the twirly stairs or go down a fire. Yeah. It's the best. It's the
0: best. It's absolutely the best. And like, it's this huge open concept, like loft. Oh, it's so gorgeous. And that's one of my notes as well. How amazing it is.
1: And her mom's an artist and she's always like painting in the main area. Her mom
0: always reminded me of my mom. I could see that. Not really in personality, Necessarily, but just the fact that she's constantly wearing painted overalls yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like her hair is half up yeah, in a yeah. like, clip being held there very slightly. Yes, it's all falling down.
1: I could see that for sure.
0: I want to bring up really quickly the opening song is BOOM,
1: WOW, WOW,
0: which is I'm Supergirl. Keep going, sing the chorus. Oh, um, I'm Supergirl, and I'm here to change the world, and I want to know who's going to save me. me. And by change the world, I just realized it's save the world, not change the world. Uh, But anyway, I used to love that song. There was a part of my life where that was my number one favorite song. (laughs) And in grade, I want to say, well, it would have been whenever this came out, so seven six maybe.
1: Okay I was in grade six so you were in grade seven. so in
0: grade seven I locked myself in my room this is before Netflix people and before cell phones I locked myself in my room for two days and made a choreographed dance to this song. (laughs) By yourself? By myself (laughs) with a chair. There was a chair I'm fairly certain was involved because this is the time of Britney Spears right right? so you're using the chair where you're like flipping off of it and stuff well not flipping off of it I obviously was not doing that but like (laughs) sitting backwards on it and then twirling it and you know (laughs) Um, I like br- it brings me back the second the song plays like it just makes me want to go. Oh I, would, oh,
1: I would pay hundreds of dollars for a time machine to be created and for me to go back in time just to watch you practicing your dance alone in your room.
0: I would do the same <laughs> because I clearly have no memory of what that dance is. I would love to remember it, but so it's good. just not possible. And I'm sure I was wearing a pink sh- shirt with very baggy pants, probably cargo pants, <laughs> probably and probably wearing a, a short sleeve shirt over a long sleeve shirt yep. as you do. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Anyway. Probably
1: some bangle bracelets. Oh,
0: 100 percent. Choker. And I will also say I know what house we lived at the time because we we moved a lot like i've mentioned and at this i i can I picture the bedroom and i can picture the walls and they were bright pink yeah. with black my mom let me write in black paint right on uh, the walls that's very cool but they said like friends <laughs> <laughs> and like be weird and like a tic-tac-toe was on the wall and stuff like that.
1: So here we've got Mia Thermopolis. She's got these crazy curly hair, glasses, really as as your grandma calls them, Bushman eyebrows.
0: Bushman eyebrows, it's frizzy frizzy hair. She's clumsy. She's very clumsy. And that's a that's a quick trivia I want to note before we get into this movie is that almost everything that was clumsy in this movie was Anne Hathaway just fucking up. Right. So when she falls fast forward when she falls in the bleachers that yeah. was an accident when does that
1: look like it really hurt when she oh falls God, in it the looks bleacher like it hurts
0: and there was um at the dinner one of the fancy dinners she lights a guy's arm on fire yeah. by accident which that was obviously scripted that
1: okay good would
0: be an issue if it wasn't <laughs> uh that was scripted but it was supposed to go out in the bucket of water but it didn't so Anne hathaway panicked and threw water on it and that wasn't supposed to happen so just like things, little things like that there's another one where when, well, I mean, she got the part because she fell off the chair in her audition, oh, stuff like that. So really? she's very um, clumsy, That's and the character funny. is very, very clumsy.
1: So how we meet her character is she's in like her debate class, and the love of her life, Josh, is debating that they should not have uniforms at the school anymore, and everyone loves him and is cheering for him, and he thinks he's hot shit. And then she, Mia goes up, and she can hardly get a word out because she's so nervous, public speaking, and
0: then she runs away and barfs. Right. So they're all like. Mia bulimia or like it's really horrible. Yeah, they make
1: like pretty dark jokes considering it's a Disney
0: movie. So she she's very awkward and she finds out her mom says to her, Hey, your grandma called. Yes. And she's panicked because she's like, My grandma's dead and She's like, No, the living one And it's her dad's mom who I'm she hasn't seen in years.
1: I'm very confused can you please explain to me? I'm very confused about this family dynamic. Okay. So her dad is not in her life because right. he's dead, but he's only been dead for two months. So did they have like a relationship throughout her life or was he an absent father?
0: From my understanding. So Mia's parents, her mom and her dad met, fell in love, got married. Yes. And had Mia. Right. However, it was he was given a choice. Maybe this is before they got they got married. I'm not sure, but he was given a choice. He could either continue being royal or be with her. Okay. And he chose being royal. So they divorced or got broke up or whatever, and he was still present in her life, but he lived in another country. So he still called her on birthdays and he was still around and still wrote her letters and still visited, mm-hmm. but he they were divorced and they were not together.
1: It's a pretty flaw. It's like a, it's quite the plot hole though because How does Mia not know that he's a prince? And how does she not know he's, like, ruling a country? I don't know. You know what I mean? And, like, how how come she has never visited him at his palace? (laughs) I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of, like, it feels like he's basically, there's no way around it. He's a pretty
0: awful dad.
1: Like I'm sure
0: yep. I'm sure he's a fine human being. Well, he chose royal being royal over, yeah, well, I mean, they do have a thing where he didn't want to let down his country, okay, fine, but right. he still did chose that over his wife and child. Yes,
1: so he's not the greatest guy. no, so that's why it seems strange that they're like, Lily's like, oh, is this about your dad? He's been dead for two months. Like shouldn't you be over it by now, which is like a terrible thing to say. But at the same time, it's like if she never really saw him, it's like confusing.
0: Well, so that's my favorite line of the entire movie as we laughed and cackled after yeah. that. I don't want to skip by that just yet because she is kind of being weird. She wants to go see this grand. So this grandma's in town and she's being asked to go to tea. And she's like, I've never met this person. I'm like, why would what does she care about me now? They're scootering around or something. And, and Lily says like, oh, what's wrong? And she's like, oh, you know, you know something whatever and and Lily's like is it your dad come on it's been what and you are ready to her to say like five years five years or (laughs) two years and she goes it's been what two months aren't you you, you over that yet we're like pardon (laughs) (laughs) It's like just visited back to the scream episode where we're just like what do you mean are you over that yet why are you confused that she's upset because even if you're not close I mean I can't speak for this I don't know but Presumably, even if you're not close to your father, and they he passes away in two months, it's you're still going to be maybe not upset, and and day to day is ruined, but you've st- it's still on your mind. Yeah. Anyway, it I
1: know. uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny because the movies that I write, like these Hallmark Christmas movies, they it's a, they're always like thirty-seven-year-old adults who are still devastated by the loss of their dead parent when they were like 15 (laughs) right like that would be the right time to be like it's been 15 years like I think it's time to move forward you know, right
0: (laughs) you're now an adult you're in a different stage of your life this is oh you were 15 and now you're 15 still (laughs) because it's been (laughs) two months months. (laughs) (laughs) so anyway she goes to visit the grandma at her San Franciscan embassy (laughs)
1: Yeah, we don't know what this house is because the grandma lives in Jehovah or whatever.
0: Genovia! <laughs> as if you just called it Jehovah. <laughs> okay, whatever.
1: And this grandma all of a sudden has a mansion in San Francisco. I'm confused what Right, but it's place gated and there's a
0: front desk. So it's... And they do, they do address it later on, way later on in the final party. They say something about that this is the Genovian embassy. Oh, really? They do. They bring it up really quick. Oh, that makes sense then. But I also... I find it hard to believe that there's just a Genovian embassy because I understand there's a Canadian embassy. There's maybe an Irish embassy, but some tiny little country in the middle of nowhere that doesn't really exist, isn't going to have an embassy in San Francisco.
1: Also like that seems very convenient for her dad to be like, how about I just, like, stay at the embassy in San Francisco where my
0: wife and child are? Yeah, and and I'll still, like, be involved in the country because the embassy is here. Yeah,
1: I'll still fly out every month. Right. Nope. Nope. Didn't work that way.
0: Because nope. it, c- clearly it's livable because that's where the queen lives. I know. Well, I mean, for this, not all the time, but for this portion, yes.
1: Okay, so when she visits her grandma in the mansion, she walks in and there are butlers. And a thought crossed my mind. Are butlers real? what do you mean i've never seen a butler before like do you think they're they're real or or are are butlers just hired people that serve food at weddings and stuff you know what
0: what is a butler i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i've never seen one i kind of figured that they were like a thing of the past Right or a thing of Richie Rich, Downton Abbey. Yeah, Richie Rich. Right,
1: but like if you are like like people that live on like the bridal path, do they have butlers?
0: Not that I know of.
1: They probably have like a maid.
0: Right, maybe like a nanny or a um, housekeeper.
1: A butler feels like they
0: live at the house. A butler to me is somebody who stands very straight and is always an old man who is balding and has. You're just
1: talking about Albert from Batman.
0: Well, there you go. But who has a tray in one hand and a napkin flung over his other arm.
1: Right. And always the bow tie.
0: Always. And is in a a penguin suit.
1: Do you imagine that they live with the people? Or do they go Um, home after? No, I think they... I'm not sure. I don't know. If anyone out there knows of a real life butler, contact
0: us. Please tell us. Where do they live?
1: Do they live underground?
0: (laughs) 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 Are they always called Alfred?
1: Do they feel called to be a butler? Or do they have dreams? Do they exist in real life? <laughs> That's really what I want to know. Okay, so then we get to Mia meeting her grandmother, who is Julie freaking Andrews, the one and only, the stunning, the revolutionary, the one-of-a-kind Julie, Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews. I think
0: already said her name, so I don't know if that worked, but yeah. whatever.
1: Mary Poppins, Sound of Music, come on. She even went through a phase where she decided she didn't want to be wholesome and she did a few movies in the nude. You can look up uh, Julie Andrews naked if you want. Great. I I personally don't want to. I, to me Julie Andrews is a, an angel from above. I don't want to see her little boobies <laughs> or big. I don't know. It's hard yeah. to know. You wouldn't
0: know. You've never seen. I've never seen
1: her naked. Right. <laughs> Back in the backyard during a uh, over tea, she reveals to her sweet granddaughter Mia Thermopolis that she is in fact a
0: princess. Of Genovia. (laughs) (laughs) You are a princess. I love how she says it. Princess of Genovia. You are
1: first and foremost my granddaughter, but you are also a princess. (laughs) (laughs) And
0: then Mia goes, shut up. And then it's this whole hilarious joke. I remember that being... Like, the, every, it was wild how funny that was. It still
1: is funny because then the butler whispers into oh. Graham's <laughs> ear and goes, oh, uh, this is what kids say nowadays. It means, wow, gee whiz, golly wally. golly <laughs> wally. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: right. oh, Such so a good, good. line. <laughs> oh, man. It's just, oh, man, it's just so good. Anyway, so she she finds out. She's a princess. She obviously freaks out. And she basically has to decide whether she wants to go through with being appointed th- a princess of Genovia mm-hmm. or not, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. And she has to do this by, what is the it's thing? It's
1: like she, she decides that she's going to go through all the princess training and then right. at the big grand ball,
0: she's she has going to, to
1: make a speech. She doesn't know if she has to make a speech at this point, but she... she has to make a speech at this ball to say whether she accepts the role as princess or whether she has rejected it. Right.
0: So she goes through all the training where she learns how to cross her legs or to not cross her legs. All the etiquette stuff. How to walk, how to do this, how how to wave. And she does the makeover, which is the most, one of the most classic makeover scenes. This one in particular. Before
1: we talk about that, I just want to quickly point out that she freaks out at her mom after this and is like, what? My family is royalty. My dad was a prince. My grandma's a queen. How would you, how could you have never told me? And the mom is like, well, you know, I just thought it would be for the best. Right. I just, I know this is such a trope in these movies where the parents are like, oh, I just hid this huge thing from you. I just thought it would be best. But like Mia is so in the right for being mad. Like if my mom had this huge oh. secret that she kept from me, from me and they're supposed to be like best friends, I, I'd, I'd honestly like, I would have trust issues after that. I'd be like, I literally have been lied to my whole life about why dad is never around.
0: The reason my parents divorced is because of something I was lied to about. I had
1: a grandma that I could have been really close with.
0: Yeah. I could have been visiting foreign countries and having, whether you're, you don't have to be, maybe you're not a princess. Fine. Maybe you don't get appointed princess ship, but you could still be experiencing a lot of stuff.
1: Well, yeah. She could have had her whole life to try and decide whether she wanted to be a princess. Instead, Instead, she has like two weeks. She has like a month.
0: Right. So Both her,
1: of her parents suck.
0: Yeah. That's all I'm saying. So her dad dies, and then two months later, she has to decide suddenly whether she wants to be a princess or not. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, I mean, it's insane. It's insane.
1: But I understand sometimes when you write, you gotta make these plot holes just pass by them. Right. But, yeah, it's insane.
0: However, the best makeover scene, one of the best makeover scenes in the history of movies comes Iconic. out of it. Pro- I so can't, good. I
1: honestly can't think of a better one. I really can't.
0: No, this one is very, very good. It's so it's way you know, better it's, than she's all that. God, yeah, 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 for sure. This one's amazing. Like she, the br- the brush breaks in her hair because so it's good. so <laughs> frizzy. She's like gets her eyebrows plucked. She, he breaks her glasses in half. <laughs> yeah. You oh, know, everything's just so the bushman, eyebrows. the bushman eyebrows. Everything is so good, and she gets re- the r- reveal. Is so good. Let's talk about it. So she—they've got two pictures of her, which look like she got punched in the face <laughs> right before the picture was taken, <laughs> yeah, she does. and they're covering her face. And the—and one lady is on—it's—it's each—each. There's two ladies there, and they're each holding a different picture in front of her face. Yeah, they look
1: like fembots or something. Exactly.
0: And they're holding the picture, and they reveal, and Julie Andrew goes, "Ooh!" And everyone's so excited. And then Anne Hathaway, or sorry, Mia Thermopolis, turns around, and looks in the. She hasn't seen it yet. Yeah. And she looks and she's like, oh, my gosh. And it's so beautiful. She looks really good. But I also think that she looks amazing before.
1: I know. That's the problem. Like, nowadays, people are hesitant to do makeover scenes because it's basically saying, like, you're not worthy of being anything if you're not beautiful, Mm -hmm. which I do not agree with. But, man, oh, man, makeover scenes are so much fun. They're
0: so good. But truly, I'm being serious. Her hair before is way better. Oh, she's
1: adorable before.
0: No, no, I'm not saying she's adorable. She is. I'm talking about her hair specifically is incredible before. It's a mop it on is. her head. I would kill for that hair.
1: Honestly, it's great hair. But when I see hair like that, I'm always just like, there's probably like, like it's just so thick and so frizzy. I was like, there's probably like bugs crawling around. in there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> yes. I remember watching the scene I remember watching this movie with my cousins. My cousins only owned like two movies: Princess Diaries and um, what is that movie called with Lindsay Lohan and Tyra Bank? Oh, Life, Life Size. size. <laughs> Those are the only two movies we ever watched. Anyway, um, I remember watching this at my cousin's house, and my cousins there like revealing her. I remember my cousin; he must have been like twelve at the time, and he was just literally like, "Whoa!" <laughs> You're like, I think he like got his first boner. He was oh literally my. like. She is so hot! <laughs> I was like, you know, like... It was such an intense reaction to the reveal.
0: That's hilarious. made it really fun. I just looked back at one of my notes that I wanted to bring up quickly. So, before she gets this makeover, she's... Like, we've kind of pointed out, she's super awkward and clumsy and everything. And in, in gym class, she is playing baseball. Yeah. And she's playing the catcher. And the... Jim coach is up to bat mm-hmm. and of course the pitch comes through and and mia drops it or doesn't even catch it she grabs the ball and the coach goes it's okay it's okay just throw it back to him and this coach i mean is stupid enough to not be wearing a helmet but anyway yeah and mia throws it and it hits like within one foot smokes her in the face smokes her in the head well in the head yeah and this just brought me real back to my high school days yeah Because something very similar (laughs) happened to me in a way. So I was on the softball team and I, uh, we were playing, we were, for whatever reason, it was pouring rain or something and we had to have practice. And so we were doing it in the gym, but it was just like, you wouldn't have been hitting the ball too far. Obviously you're just in a gym. So you were just practicing little things. Mm -hmm. And I was up to bat and I, and our, we had three coaches, two of them were young-ish they were like 40 or whatever they were the um, math teacher and the science or some shit and then this other man who was retired but he came he used to be a teacher there and he came back to help with practices because Mm -hmm. he loved playing baseball or whatever yeah so he was quite old yeah he was genuinely about 68 yeah and he was pitching and I hit the ball and it (laughs) Smacked him in the stomach (gasps) so hard, and he like keeled over. (laughs) Oh my god! And I, of course, froze. And I was (laughs) like, "How old are you?" This my grade twelve, so sixteen or seventeen.
1: Hat? Why were you playing that in
0: the gym? Because I just said it was like raining or something. I know, but that's dangerous. I don't remember. But anyway, I felt so horrible. This man—he's so funny. He was very funny. He got up and he went, "Do not apologize." That was a good hit. But he was oh like, gosh. "Do not apologize." And I'm, I'm so. I'm, he's like, "You should be running right now. Like you should be running the bases." And I was like, "I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry." But I like, I just about killed the guy.
1: Oh my god! It
0: was. But he was so funny. He was such a good guy. Anyway, so I just uh, that brought me back wow. to when I almost killed a teacher. Wow, that's quite the story.
1: Yeah. I don't you. know if I
0: have any baseball
1: stories. I mean, I've been hit. I've been smoked in the shin playing softball. I remember actually once my dad in the backyard. He, you know, classic. uh, playing catch with your dad mm. and my dad um he got a little too you know um confident in my abilities which is a mistake <laughs> and he like whipped the ball at me and uh, at this particular moment in time the sun was going down and it was shining through the trees into my eyeballs Oy. so i w- was squinting i could not see in front of me for this one second that my dad threw the ball just smoked
0: me yeah smoked
1: me and i was like Okay, I'm not into sports, and <laughs> I'm going to go
0: watch Arthur. Baseball is actually, I mean, I know it's such a boring sport. Nothing happens. It can be You can't not wear a helmet. But I, I remember when I was younger, and I played play baseball outside of school. And I remember, I think it was my cousin, we were playing. We were much younger, much younger. We were probably like 10. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's not really official positions. You're all just kind of like, you're in the field. Yeah, the new yeah. bunch are in the field or whatever. And I'm pretty sure I was in the field with my cousin, and a ball was hit out to the field, and it was rolling, and she, like, threw her mitt down yeah. to oh, grab it, and yeah. it rolled oh, up yeah. and smacked her right in the nose, and her, she was gushing blood. Yeah. She never touched a baseball again. Yeah. And it's it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. So I that know. dumb gym teacher should have been wearing a fucking helmet I know. I, in the I movie.
1: Get, I, I get upset when I see people not wearing helmets for, like, hockey or baseball. <laughs> but in in just to finish off this topic i I will say that I do enjoy watching baseball, so I'm not like a hater of sports. I just don't particularly enjoy playing.
0: I love baseball so much playing play I love playing baseball. I love watching baseball.
1: What's your favorite Everything. position to play?
0: My favorite is second base or first base. Wow, but I kept getting I was good at being catcher. I didn't like being I like it, batting though. that's it. Oh, I love batting, but that's not a position. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I also like the outfield. I really I, like no, the outfield. Because no, then the you catch the, f- the fly balls.
1: Yeah. I've never caught a fly ball
0: in my life. You've caught a ball or two.
1: Well. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure. Well, I wasn't in the outfield during those times. <laughs> I was at uh, third base. get it dang that's good shit that's good
0: damn that was good (laughs)
1: okay let's go through some characters here we got Lily her kooky friend I love Lily's character. I love Lily's character. She can be annoying. She can be funny. She can be irritating. She can be loving. She's like a real human.
0: Yeah. She's, she's pretty, jealous. Yeah, oh, She's incredibly she's jealous. really
1: mean about the makeover, which is interesting because in most movies, you would never have a moment where you're against the best friend. Usually, you love the best friend of the protagonist, but in this scenario, it's very realistic. Uh, Lily is very jealous of... Mia looking very pretty all of a sudden, getting a lot of attention all of a sudden, and it's very realistic.
0: Very realistic and she's she's jealous. She admits to it. She says I'm jealous. Later on. Later yeah. on, of course, but it's it is very realistic and she's quite annoying. I remember being like I don't like this character because she's annoying, which is a reason I like the character.
1: Yeah, because I know. It's realistic. I know. It's it's in a way. Only certain people could have pulled that character off because she says some pretty mean things. In uh this movie that you that could have been like oh this friend is brutal right but for some reason you still love her yeah she calls her like a sellout when she her, the makeover is revealed they right. pick her up in the limo and she's like you look ridiculous
0: and one thing I th- I guess we should mention is Lily and Michael right uh, this other guy so Lily her best friend has a brother who um, Mia is also friends with but he clearly is enamored by her
1: very in love with. Yeah,
0: Yeah. And he's working on her car because she's just bought a Mustang. So he's helping fix that up for her. And he's clearly for free. And he's clearly um, not like pining over her. He's not actively doing anything about it. He's very smitten. He's very smitten. But he never asks her out and she doesn't reject it. Well, 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 she does later. He does later. But I'm saying it's not like he's this creepy guy who like is following her around. Like Harvey and Sabrina. Right. He just kind of Admires her from afar. It's her, his sister's best friend. Yeah,
1: You know, I, an innocent crush. I assume in this scenario that he's probably a year or two older than them. I think so. It but seems. But what do I know? And yeah, he, he plays in a band and he plays the keyboard. Now,
0: so Robert Schwartzman, who plays Michael. Yeah. Is, I loved him.
1: Yeah, I wasn't that into oh, him. Oh, I
0: loved him. This character, I was so into. I was absolutely so in love with him.
1: I, I See, I'm not really into mopey characters. He's kind of mopey, isn't he?
0: He's mopey. I also just looked, and apparently he's Jason Schwartzman's <gasps> younger brother. Wow. Which makes complete sense to me.
1: It doesn't to me. They don't look anything alike.
0: Oh, my God. I I think they do. Really? Yeah.
1: Jason Schwartzman is, like, sort of funny looking.
0: Yeah, but I get it.
1: Okay. Well, and so Jason, I'll have to see them side by so side. So
0: <laughs> Jason Schwartzman is also in a band. And Makes sense. Michael Sh- sorry, not Michael. Robert Schwartzman is in a band called Rooney. So when I found that out in real life, so when I found that out that he's actually a musician in a band called Rooney, I became obsessed with Rooney.
1: Yeah, okay, so I love Rooney too, but I can't r- think of any songs right now. Me neither. <laughs> oh, man, that's kind Me of neither. annoying. I know, I love them. They had, like, them. one pretty famous song. They did. Mm-hmm. So eventually Michael, uh, the character Michael, asks Mia... If she would like to come see his band play on Saturday. Right. She accepts the invitation.
0: She accepts. So then Lily, the best friend, asks her to be on her cable show where she interviews people. It's called Shut Up and Listen. Yeah. And.
1: It's very much something that we would have done in high school. A
0: hundred percent. Yeah. And she says yes. It's on Saturday. Yes. As a quick side note, Heather Matizaro, who plays Lily. Love her. Love her. She has a podcast in real life. Called Shut Up and Listen.
1: I love that fact so much.
0: I know. It's amazing. It makes me so happy. I don't
1: even know how to react. I love it so much.
0: (laughs) So then Josh comes along, who is the cool dude that she is in love with. And he says, hey, will you go to the beach fling or whatever it's called with me? It's on Saturday.
1: Did you ever watch the live action version of Leave it to Beaver? (laughs) No. Oh, in the 90s? No. Okay. Eric Von Denton or whatever his name is, is in it. And his love interest in it is um, Erica Christensen.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Great flick. They have seven minutes in heaven. Oh, my gosh. In, like, this room. I just remember being absolutely fascinated by that scene where they make out. That's great. Eddie
0: who? So Mia has now accepted three things on Saturday.
1: What an idiot.
0: So she goes to Michael. She completely forgets about Lily's. She goes to Michael and she says, can we reschedule? And he's obviously heartbroken, but he's yeah. like, uh, yeah, sure. And we go, she goes to this beach thing with Josh and it was all a ruse to yeah. get
1: Kinda, his sailboat's name is the Josher. Oh, geez. I didn't even <laughs> notice that.
0: He it was all a ruse to get some media coverage because all the while all these um, media outlets and paparazzi have been following Mia around to try to, you know, catch her doing things that are bad. So she's at the beach. She's trying to get with this guy, and he knows that there's paparazzi. He's, like, calling paparazzi. Mandy Moore, who plays the main bad mean girl, who we haven't even mentioned yet. Yeah. She and her two little twinsies are running around trying to ruin everything as well and trying to get paparazzi. And they're saying, Mia's my best friend. And then they're stealing her clothes and making her appear naked to the press or... You know, whatever they're doing. Mandy Moore. Can we just talk about this for a second? Mandy Moore, I think she's fantastic. I obviously, I hope in real life that she's this kind. I'm sure she is kind, generous human being. And I like when she plays roles like that. However, Mandy Moore excels at being a bitch. Yeah. She is so good at being the mean girl. Hey. It's so incredible.
1: Yeah, she's super good at being a bitch. And she's super, super good at being wholesome. Very versatile. I mm-hmm. was going to say that she and Heather are both in Saved.
0: They're both in Saved, but they both play similar characters to what they do in this one.
1: Correct. That's yeah. interesting, isn't it? is this it? good?
0: Yes, very much so.
1: Okay, thank you. Yes. So
0: anyway, so Mandy Moore plays Lana. I think her name is Lana, and she is so horrible, and she does such a good job at it. So yeah. Mandy, thank you.
1: And what does she sing at the beach party?
0: Stupid Cupid you're a real good guy Stupid Cupid Stop getting mommy <laughs> Oh my god she like performs with her two friends Oh my gosh She is just She's the best character She's the best character in this movie
1: Um, I disagree but I think she's
0: great They also have a bunch of midriffs Her oh, yes. and her friends are always wearing matching midriff Outfits, which is so good. Correct. Now I I, wait, 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 uh, wait.
1: I want to say. What are you gonna say?
0: Trying to talk about the fucking beach party. Okay, sorry. Fuck.
1: Okay.
0: So Mia. (laughs) So Mia wants to have her first kiss. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. At this beach party, (laughs) and she wants it to be obviously she she's expecting it to be with Josh, Mm -hmm. and they're in all these different areas. And at one point they're in a, like, a shed. A beach shed. Yeah,
1: because the um the helicopter paparazzi shows up.
0: Right. The helicopter paparazzi shows up. So they go and hide in the shed and they're just kind of, like, sitting there waiting to, for the coast to be clear. Literally. Literally. <laughs> and Josh goes, how about a foot rub? And she goes, oh my god, that's, am- that'd be amazing. Here. And sh- they, uh, he meant himself. Yeah. So he puts his foot on her. And I just really needed to know if there was any world in which someone is on a first date with somebody, any age doesn't have to be teen, where they just the guy goes, "How about a foot around. That just creeps me right out, didn't well,
1: it? Well, he obviously has no respect for her.
0: He obviously has a lot of problems. Entitlement issues. Yes, ma'am.
1: Um. Yeah. So w- while you bring that scene up, Mia mentions to her mom before this beach party that she wants to have her first kiss kiss, and she wants her foot to pop. Correct. And so when she attempts to kiss Josh in the shed, her foot gets caught in a fishing net and it cannot pop. Now, when I watched this as an 11-year-old girl, I thought to myself, oh, interesting. I don't really understand what it means to have your foot pop, but maybe someday I'll understand that. Do you understand? No! Have you ever f- popped your foot? I can't think of a time where I have popped my foot. <laughs> have you ever popped your foot? Oh, no,
0: certainly not.
1: I've, I mean, I've popped my foot because I've dated tall people and I can't quite reach them. But so what I'm is your, f- yeah, but th- your foot's not popping. Well, I'm on my tippy toes and sometimes for extra leverage, I pop my foot up.
0: <laughs> but it's not a. It's not a, a right angle. It's not like a. It's just corny reaction or something.
1: That's basically what she's saying, isn't she?
0: Yeah, it's like a, a boner. It's her leg boner.
1: <laughs> she hopes that the kiss is so good that she gets a leg boner. <laughs> <laughs> Which, sweetie, Mia, sweetie, you're not going to have a good kiss your first time.
0: Mm-mm. Oh, my God, Heavens, are you not? Heavens, no. Heavens, no. It was not the worst even in the world. Not even second or third or fourth,
1: <laughs> in my personal <laughs> opinion. <laughs> Honestly, I don't even think I even had a good kiss until I was like in my early 20s.
0: Oh, 100%. Because
1: when I was a teenager, I was just like doing it because I was just supposed to be doing it. And I was like, and I didn't really know what I was (laughs) doing.
0: I didn't particularly enjoy it. No, I didn't know what the heck was going. I didn't know which way was up.
1: But it seemed like a lot of my friends knew what was going on. <laughs> they
0: knew which way was up, but I, I certainly didn't. Why didn't we? Carly, why the heck? I'm so upset we weren't <laughs> friends in high school. I know. I'm so <laughs> upset we didn't go to the same high school because <laughs> it would have been so funny. Like, we would have, we were this. I don't know. Though, I don't think a lot of my friends really knew either, but. My friends did.
1: They really did. My friends were very advanced.
0: They were. I, I know they were. I'm just laughing at how you said it. My friends mm, kind of were, I guess. It wasn't that they weren't, but it was just that, I don't know. It, it, it I can't even explain it. I don't, th- to be fair, the people that they were kissing, I don't think they were kissing them good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to be young again. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank anyway. God. Oh, man. I remember. And remember when you would, like, kiss someone? And it was, I mean, I don't know if, if this happened to you, but for me, it happened one time. Like, when I kissed someone, it was the one and only kiss I ever had <laughs> with that person.
1: Same. And, same. Right. I don't think I had a second kiss with the same person
0: until my early 20s. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. And I remember like that. (laughs) So when you have that kiss with that one kiss with that one person and it's never to happen again. I didn't realize it wasn't going to ever happen again. (laughs) And I it would be my obsession for two weeks. Same. And it would never happen again. So it was my obsession with no outcome or no reason here's Here's a sum up of what would happen to me.
1: Make out with somebody at a party? I don't yeah, I'm usually a little bit intoxicated because or else I would not have the guts to go through with it. The guy would want a hand job. I would say, um, uh, actually, like I think I like my dad's picking me up, like, sorry, gotta go peace." And then they would never talk to me again.
0: Oh my God, that is not how it happened for me at all. At least
1: four guys I can think of that really? wanted a hand job. And I was just not ready to touch
0: such a delicate
1: (laughs) um, Ah. male body part. Okay.
0: I didn't know what to do with it. Right. That is not how it happened for me. But we don't need to get into that. Come (laughs) on. Just give me a little little detail. In high school for me, the one person I kissed, two people, two people that I kissed, both scenarios were very, very different, but... It was very much, the first one I was like, oh, this is who I'm going to marry now. Right. <laughs> and then I, I I forget what, it, I truly don't remember, but I actually got, something happened where I think I got too nervous, honestly. Yeah. And I started to be pretty rude and back out of, yeah. like, no, I'm not talking about then, like we, that was it. I got picked up from my dad. That's But then as the days continued, he wanted to hang out again. And I was like, Ugh, and I kind of chickened out and started being rude. Then he hooked up with my friend mm-hmm. and then I got real angry. Yeah. So that one ended quickly because of that. But the other one, I was a drunken on his part. I was probably sober thing. Never spoke to him again. In fact, if I saw him the next day, he'd be like, hi, I'm so-and-so. He wouldn't rec- uh, recognize me. He'd have yeah. no idea who I was. So that was my sad high school life.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, mine wasn't, wasn't much better. I, I, I um, was the same as you. I would, like, make it with somebody, and then if they were, like, interested in me still, I would get super nervous about it and be like, I, like, don't know how to go about this at all.
0: I did the, f- the flight or fright, or what is it? Flight or fight. I, I did the flight. I would escape that scenario so fast. Even if they were like, I love you. I'd be like, I can't. I'd yeah. run
1: away. See, my my whole thing was like, I just wanted basically a relationship through MSN.
0: Oh, that would have been the dream. That's where I felt
1: safe, you right? know? Yeah. I didn't have to worry about hand jobs.
0: You'd have to emoticon it. <laughs> yeah. Or webcam it, which is even worse. Oh, we
1: all know about my webcam experience <laughs> with my crack. <laughs> Boy asked me if... To flash him on webcam. And I showed him just just the top <laughs> crack of my butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> my just the tiniest part. And uh, I thought that was very sexy of me. <laughs> and in retrospect.
0: It was. It was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. What would you do if like a oh, guy on webcam. You were like show me like. Like show me something and he just showed you just the slightest crack <laughs> of his butt that's how mike and i met <laughs> <laughs> on uh, chat roulette
0: on chat roulette on a webcam that's a little like you know those webcams that were like a little ball yeah and it you had to like attach it to your computer and like <laughs> yeah. it clipped on the top yeah. <laughs> oh man Man, I miss that. I know. Now it's like included in my computer and And the internet is watching me at all times. And Putin is watching us. Hi, Putin. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Putin.
1: (laughs) Uh, Okay. Well, let's see here. I got to tell you
0: something. mm -hmm? That was my last note. All
1: right. Well, that's fine. I just have to point out that uh, my whole sort of life growing up, up until, I don't know, maybe... I probably haven't heard it in probably five years or so but I used to be told all the time that I looked like Anne Hathaway to the point where my friend my friend's mom posted a video on my Facebook saying great interview of someone interviewing Anne Hathaway I thought it was a joke I was like haha good one only to find out she literally thought that was me being interviewed I was very concerned for this woman. Yeah, I'm
0: concerned for her because I really don't think you look anything like her.
1: Well, it's not just that. It's like my voice is different. I'm Uh, not a famous person. (laughs) You're not on
0: Conan O'Brien randomly.
1: (laughs) I was like, pardon? Like, have you, like, lived in a cave this whole life of yours? The point is, I used to work at a mini golf place. Uh, It was, like, one of the best jobs in the world for one summer. And uh, this little girl came up to me at the end and her dad said to me so and so thinks that you're princess diaries and so she was like looking at me with like these eyes of like adoration and she was like are you princess diaries why are you saying princess diaries like that that's what she called you yeah she didn't say Mia Thermopolis (laughs) (laughs) she's like four she's like are you the princess diaries and I was like oh that's so nice but no I just work here and I just You know, you should have said yes. I was like, I just work at a golf place. And then her dad's like, do you still want a picture with her? And she was like, no. I was like, damn it. I should have said yes. You should
0: have said yes. What's the right thing to do in that scenario? If it's a kid, if it's an adult. okay, you say, no, I'm not so and so. But if it's a kid, like, do you just do it and say. I don't
1: know. I would have felt weird to be like, why? Yes. It's and the princess. It's
0: one of my favorite things in the world, finding ones on the internet, where someone's like, it's me and Ed Sheeran, and it's just a ginger person, and they genuinely went up to this person, I know. and are like, oh my god, can I appreciate picture with you? And of course, this person's like, yeah, and does it, and it's so funny. I know.
1: It's weird. Like, when I was um, in New York City, I was climbing the Statue of Liberty, and this man at the top, in the crown <laughs> of the Statue of Liberty, <laughs> yeah. was like... Are you Anna Kendrick? And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so flattered. But no. He's like, prove it. Let me see your Instagram. Prove it. Oh. And he got like super aggressive. And I was like, okay, this was fun. I'm going back down. <laughs> Did you Lay prove liberty. it? Liberty. Did you prove it? Uh, He like
0: followed me for a bit. And
1: I was like, I was like very weirded out.
0: So the beach party, she realizes he's a, a Dickaroonie. Yeah. So she realizes what she's done. And she has to go apologize to Michael. And she apologizes to Lily. And Lily does... I think she does a really good job at uh, accepting her apology. She's
1: angry and, and... And missed being jealous.
0: Yeah, and they and they get along really good. That's great. Yeah. Then it's the night of the ball where she has to reveal whether she's going to be a princess or not. Yeah. And she's going to run away. She tells Joe mm-hmm. that she's going to get a ride from her mom. And she tells her mom she's going to get a ride from Joe. Classic. Yeah. Meanwhile, she's going to run away. But she happens to find... A letter that her dad wrote to her before mm-hmm. he died for her 16th birthday.
1: Yeah, I was confused. Where, where did the diary come from? Did the diary come from Grandma? What diary? You know, she, she unlocks the diary and that's where the, the letter falls out of.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I don't remember.
1: Okay, carry on.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess there should be a diary somewhere Seeing it's called Princess Diaries.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never really thought I've about that. I've never thought
0: about the title. I've. It has well, never crossed my mind. It's
1: because the diary has nothing to do with the movie, really.
0: Yeah, but like, so then why is it called the Princess Diaries? I have no idea. Well, anyway, Anyways. so this letter falls out of a diary, whatever, and they. It's it's from the dad saying, "Well, I don't even know what it says." But uh, he says, blah, 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 I'm a prince, and you're a princess, and you should do what you want. You're a good person. So she decides she's got to go do this. So she sh- it's pouring rain. She's in her Mustang that the top won't go up. It's San Francisco. She can't get up the hill. She gets to the place. She's soaking wet. Yeah. She goes up to what we think is she's going to say, I can't do this. Yeah. But she goes up and says, I'm Amelia Genovia. <laughs> princess thermopolis thermopolis princess of genovia of genovia and then her michael shows up he's there to support but why does
1: michael show up it's because she sends him a pizza oh my God. yeah that has the word sorry uh, as toppings of like m&m toppings because on them.
0: earlier he loves m&m's
1: right he's like playing he has key, he has m&m's all over his keyboard while he's playing yeah it's, it's very very,
0: very unsanitary <laughs> it's
1: gross but it's the most disgusting looking pizza. It looks like somebody. It looks like somebody had diarrhea on this pizza. <laughs> There's no other toppings besides the M&M's that say sorry. Like, she totally cheaped out. Yeah. She doesn't even get them toppings. Not even cheese. There's not even cheese. Yeah, it's just sauce.
0: It looks so gross. However, I appreciate the sentiment.
1: It's cute. When I worked at Domino's, people would be like, can you write something on our pizza and stuff? Did you do it? My friend Anne at Domino's would draw really dark drawings on the pizza box inside so when they flipped it, if it was someone's birthday she'd be like Happy birthday but then she'd draw these like really like satanic drawings. It was oh really my God. it was really funny actually. Oh um, good work. Anne. Yeah. But anyways, that was my point about the pizza. It looked disgusting and if I were Michael I'd be like, Well wow, this is a slap in the face
0: Yeah. She might as well slap me in the face with Pizza <laughs> It was really gross looking. Anyway, he shows up, she accepts to be a princess, and they're outside, and they kiss, Uh-y.
1: and her foot
0: does a pop. It
1: pops so big that... It, it pops so
0: big and strong, it's the it hits lever. the lever to the sprinklers and lights of the entire palace. Garden. 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 Yeah. And everything becomes beautiful, everything and up. life is good again. Mm-hmm. So, it's a great movie. It made me laugh throughout. I love it. it made me so happy. What would you rate it?
1: Um, I would rate this movie an 8.3.
0: I would rate this movie a 9.8. Because wow. I would watch it over and over That's again. Good. It's just so good. Did
1: you relate to anybody?
0: I rate it to Mr. Robitusson who was the oh, neighbor yes. who, like, hates... <laughs> I Actually, forgot. I think you should be him, because he's a writer. And he keeps, like, everything they do, he goes... He's this, like, sour next-door neighbor who, like, hates everything about this family. And every time they do something, he goes, he wallowed <laughs> in self-pity. <laughs> and just, like, makes up new some new story about yeah. his shitty life. He
1: was a funny character. He but was great. I don't feel like I'm I th- suffering from clinical depression.
0: <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> I'm glad. Uh, I probably related most to The Best Friend. Okay, je- jealous a lot. I would have loved to have a TV cable show.
1: Yeah, that's true. You you actually that makes sense. I'm actually very attracted to Jeremiah, which is Lily's boyfriend in this mm. or friend? I don't know.
0: Well, they imply that they'll eventually bang bang. at some <laughs> point
1: <laughs> eventually <laughs> get an HJ. Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I related too much to many people. Uh
0: I think I I know who you relate to. Tell me. Uh Mrs. Gupta. <gasps>
1: Did you know that I used to answer the phone like her to my friends? Gupta.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sandra O plays the principal. And she answers the phone. And she's Mrs. Gupta. Gupta.
1: Yeah, and so she answers the phone and goes, Gupta. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought that was the funniest thing. (laughs) She's so good. When I knew, like, Allie was calling or something, I'd just be like, Gupta. (laughs)
0: Gupta. I'm going to do that now. <laughs> Only to you, though. No one yeah. else would do it. Or, or would to Michael. I love it.
1: If I ever call you, I don't call you very often. We never call each other. But if I do, can you please answer?
0: Yes. Do it. Gapta.
1: Nah, that's not quite it.
0: Gapta. Get the. Getting there. Is it too slow? Is it not? What do you want me to do? Gapta.
1: It's more serious. <laughs> You're too, like, happy about it. I can't.
0: Don't look at me. You're not going to see me on the phone. Gapta. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was the worst one. You have to be
0: angry, kind of.
1: <laughs> 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 can't. Got I can't do it. Yeah, you're not very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Also, we didn't really talk too much about um the grandma. She's
0: Who ph- cares? I know. I know. I know.
1: She's phenomenal in this movie. She's great. She's heartfelt. All that stuff. But my favorite line of hers is. Goodbye, trolley people! <laughs>
0: yeah, it's so good. Because
1: they hit a streetcar, and so when she's leaving them, all the people that are on the streetcar thing... Goodbye, trolley, trolley people. people!
0: It's so good. It's cute. So, so who's so our cute. weekly crush this week?
1: Um, The only song I can think... <laughs> the only song... <laughs> the only person I could think of who has been my crush now for quite some time... Uh, this is a gentleman that I genuinely would marry if given the opportunity. He's a bit old for me, but let's just stretch that reality out a bit. His name is Nick Offerman. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Very attracted to him. I've heard him on various podcasts and seen him on various uh TV shows, talk shows, and I just think his personality is A+. That's wonderful. Who's your crush?
0: Um, I think my... Weekly Crush right now is a combination of Jerry Seinfeld and Ricky Gervais.
1: Are you watching Comedians in Cars? I'm
0: watching Comedians in Cars right now. And the episode with Ricky Gervais made me laugh so hard because... Uh, And I won't get into it because I think you just all should watch it. But basically, Jerry says something that's very inappropriate for TV. Yeah. And they spend the rest of the episode discussing whether it should be kept in. I
1: forgot about that. That part's really funny. It's so
0: funny. And it reminds me a lot of things we do. Because often we're saying things and then we go on about it for 20 minutes. And then we go, we should take that out. (laughs) And then we end up taking it out.
1: I actually, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I feel like a very deep connection to Jerry Seinfeld on like a level that like, I feel like we have similar personalities. Yeah, I could see that. Because, yeah, I won't go say it because,
0: because we've already been going long enough. All right. So for next week. Next
1: week, I am going to pick the movie Heathers. Yes. Because neither of us us have seen it. And I like when we haven't seen a movie before. Right. I think it's from the 80s, but I'm not sure. I think so too. To end this episode, would you like to give us the Genovia official Genovian
0: anthem? <laughs> <laughs> Did you write that down yes. for me to do at the end? Yes. Uh, yeah, okay. Should we do you want to do we, do you want to do our thank yous all first? Do you want to do that? Oh after? sure. Uh,
1: we want to thank uh, my brothers Eric and Kevin Smil, for the theme song.
0: And go check out our Instagram at Teenage Bakes Podcast. It's also our Patreon is Teenage Bakes Podcast.
1: And you can go to our Twitter at Podcast Teenage. Although I haven't posted there in. Qu- Quite some time, probably in over three weeks. So somebody
0: go and follow her as a motivator to get back. The land I call my home, Genovia, Genovia. No, 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 no.